Your English is fantastic. No. <laughs> <laughs> really, I have I have French accent and I'm Spanish. Everybody loves a French accent. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Aloha and welcome to Sup FM, the podcast for stand-up paddleboarders everywhere. So with no further ado, let's get out on the water and on with the show. Here are your hosts, Nick and Simon. Aloha. I just, that guy cracks me up every single time. Where did you find him? Fantastic. He, he does announcements for a, a premier um, American sports team. So he does all of those stadium announcements that everyone loves so much. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know how I managed to find him, but he's, he's great, isn't he? Oh, he's got a very rich voice and I'm trying to emulate him right now. So who have we got today? So today we're interviewing Tati Coco Sup. So Tati is an um, ambassador for Red paddle boards and she's just got an amazing stack of sup stories and experience to share um and she's done some crazy things she did a 600 kilometer paddle around the european island of sardinia and she's been to sri lanka you know talking about sup and uh, she's now uh, in Ireland. So really looking forward to this uh, interview. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to take part in it because uh, my Skype broke down. Let's get straight to it. Welcome to Tati Coco Sup. It's great to have you on the Sup FM podcast. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? I'm fine. I'm here in Ireland now. Yeah, what are you doing in Ireland? I will work for a company called Pure Magic. I will be the sub manager here. For eight months. Sounds exciting. Yes. Sounds like well let's let's get into that later. But I just want I'm dying to ask you this question. Is what made you decide to embark on a six hundred kilometer paddle around Sardinia? i I have not a real answer for that. I just decided to do the first time I decided to do four hundred kilometer. And after I say why not five hundred and after I calculate and I thought I can do six hundred in one month. And I say, okay, let's go. And I plan all the map, the track. And I was working hard three months. And I did all the 600K. Okay, so you started, so you eventually, before you started, you thought you were going to do 600 kilometers, right? Yeah, I say, I want to do 600 kilometers. I don't have a real reason to do that. I just say, I want to do that. I want to explore Sardinia, Mallorca, and Ibiza. I decide to explore these three islands in the Mediterranean Sea. And I say, okay, I will try. If that works, it's fine. If that doesn't work, no, no matter. Fantastic. So what, have you done anything like that before? Yes, I did uh, 100K from Abu Dhabi to Dubai with a young boy, Conrad Bay. Um, he's 12 years old. He has a dream to do a long distance. And I trained him hard and he did it with me. Oh, so I saw that on Facebook, I yeah. think. And, and basically you went around the world. Is the world... No, no. Around the world is another thing. It's 30k only. Around 30-35k. That's the event we have. Uh, they had uh, at Surf Dubai every year, a charity event. Okay. And that's another. And... That's another boy, a boy, a diabetic boy. His dream was to do also long distance, but he's connected to a pump all the time. So when he removed the pump, he cannot be on the water more than one hour. Oh, so, shame. so yeah, I did all. I had a boat support with insulin and his family in the boat, so he can realize also a dream with his boy. That's another story. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's a whole. It sounds like a whole other story. But just for those of you listening, the world isn't literally the world. It's the world archipelago in Dubai, right? Yeah. Or is it Abu Dhabi? Yeah, the world island is in Dubai. And uh, the thing I did, the 100k with uh, the young boy, uh, is from Abu Dhabi to Dubai. Okay, yeah. great. But let's get back to Sardinia because I'm dying to know. <laughs> obviously, um, going to Sardinia, there must have been quite a lot of preparation and planning for the trip. Yes. So, what? How can you just tell us the story of how you planned? Uh, obviously, I planned the flight. Um, where to sleep, where to stay, uh, the food a little bit, and all the track I wanted. But all depend every day on the weather, obviously, on the wind, on the sea. So it was like a long preparation, but at the same time, um, day by day. Sure. And how did you know where you were going to sleep at night? Or did you camp or did you stay in a hotel or what was the okay, I, accommodation? I was lucky because one of my sponsors is in Sardinia, Las Padel. Mm -hmm. So they helped me for sleeping uh, at friends' place, at family place, at some hotel and stuff like that. So every day I was paddling eight hours and we find a place to, to sleep and rest at least. Wow. That's really handy. Cause, and did somebody follow you around um, you know, on the land or with a boat? Uh, I have uh, Christian Desi. He's a friend. And um, uh, he was helping me, yes, with the car to pick me up on the place, to pick me up at the end of, of, my, of my journey. And he was also paddling with me a lot. So I had company. I was not completely alone in Sardinia. Oh, cool. And but it's generally when you were paddling, you were fairly close to the shore, so it wasn't any major open ocean crossings, yeah? Uh, sometimes I was far, but not too much because I was alone, no rescue boats, no, you know, you never know. I was completely alone. It was the first time. So uh, it was for fun. And I really want to explore the cliff, you know, the shore. So if I go in the middle of the ocean, I cannot bring a real picture, you know? Exactly, yeah. It's a bit boring, huh? Yeah. It's much better to go. Like, for example, down here in the Algarve in Portugal, we have tons of coastal caves and, and we yeah. love to go and explore that as well. Yeah, it's that's much more that sounds awesome. I saw some picture of Algarve and I really want to come to visit you. Yeah, well, you must come. It's an open invitation. Huh? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of tips would you do for planning a trip like this? Uh, first of all, be safety. Be safe. Be safe all the time. The sea is really dangerous and the weather can change in 10 minutes. You can have suddenly a big storm and you're in the middle of nothing and you don't have connection or a phone to call anyone to pick you up. So you have to take care of that, obviously. Also, so what did you take in Sardinia for safety? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just... <laughs> Or what would you suggest people do for safety? I always, I always had a knife with me. <laughs> Um, I always to kill have, the sharks. Uh, we don't. Never, we never know. I don't know. I always have a knife with me. I don't know a rope, um, food, lot of drink, uh, some pills, some energy bar, some energy like Red Bull, but in concentrate, in case I have, a, you know, you feel you feel really sick and you can't come back to the shore. Um, what else? Uh, light. I used to have light because sometimes suddenly it's night. And I still... So what, that's interesting. What kind of light did you have? Obviously, you had uh, to have a waterproof light. One scuba diving, you know. One they okay. use in scuba diving. I bought one of these lights. And it worked really well. 
Yeah, waterproof, you know, a waterproof one, obviously. Sure, yeah. And really powerful. It was really powerful. And um, like, obviously, you need a, a waterproof jacket and something like that, right? A really, really good jacket. Uh, I was like, yeah, I did in summer, so I never felt. I, at the opposite, it was too hot, <laughs> really okay. hot. So I was looking for shade all the time. Yeah, but the first day I had a heat stroke in Sardinia. My first yeah. track, I had a heat stroke. I, I thought I would never do anything more. <laughs> I had a big heat stroke. I was uh, bringing up and all. I was really sick, and I spent the day wow. two in bed with fever. So, so you just stayed in bed and you got better, or did you see? A yeah, doctor? after I get better, yes, I was in the cold in bed all the day and. I was really afraid to and worried to say, oh my God, the first day already heat strokes, so I will do one month. But after that, I don't know, I, 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 feel, I felt better and it was okay. So how would you combat heat stroke? Would you just drink a lot of water, wear a hat and shirt at all times? Yeah, hat. Hat is very important uh, to drink a lot of water. Uh, I put... Uh, a towel every 30 minutes I put a towel over my shoulder to get to avoid the sun on the skin also because I burn a lot also my face was really burned my hand was burned my feet was burned <laughs> yeah I have my skin was completely cracked after two weeks my feet start to inflate a lot you know to swallow yeah the swell up yeah, yeah exactly. a lot sure. a lot my hand also so how did you stop that? I mean, just rest. No, there is a moment you have pain, no? You have pain one day, two days, three days, and you have more pain, a lot of pain on your shoulder, on your back, on your feet, and everywhere. You have pain everywhere. And, but you keep going and you keep going and you keep going and you're tired and you want to have a proper dinner and you just have tuna and bread and banana and cereal bars. <laughs> and you keep going and you have pain. And there is a moment that you overcome this pain. It's like the body say, okay, 10 days with lots of pain, with lots of heat and all the stuff. And the salt, you know, it's very aggressive, the salt. Sure. What keeps you going then times like that? I mean, people, a lot of people will just give up. What keeps you going? Uh, I'm perhaps too born. I don't know. <laughs> stubborn. Yeah, stubborn. <laughs> uh, I wanted to do it. I didn't want to fail in any moment. Mm. Motivation, I think. My head. If I if okay. I listen to my body, I stop. But I was listening to my heart and my passion and what I was looking and what the scenery was offering me and I, I wanted more, more and more and more. It was so beautiful that I'd say, I want more, I want more, I want more. I want to share with everybody all that, you know? Oh, that's incredible because the, you know, it gives me a lot of peace and calm when, I, when I'm out early morning on the paddleboard and the sun's rising and the water is still and you've got an incredible natural environment around you. Yeah. I think that's what draws me most to stand up paddle. Obviously, it, uh, you get excited by it as well, right? Yeah, yeah. This is... I really love exploring, you know, I'm, I cannot go for just 2K and come back. Or when I go in races, I think I'm the only one who look forward or around, you know, they, when they're racing, they only look the board, the nose of the board and they, and they paddle and they paddle. And I think I'm the only one to be able to say in a race, oh, did you see the cliff? Did you see that? Did you see that? And I ask people, no, I was racing. I say, but what are you missing? You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so what other tips would you have for a person who wants to do a paddleboard adventure? Uh, 
first of all, always think about security. First of all, that. That's my main thing always in mind. I don't want to die. I'm too young. <laughs> and uh, just um, ask for the local people, ask for people who have experience, obviously. Uh, know well where you're going. It's not the same the Atlantic than, than the Mediterranean Sea. It's not the same. After the wind, take care of the weather, look at the condition. And after, just enjoy and try. You can try an adventure, can can be five kilometers, and after can be six, and after you say, oh, I want to go a little bit further, and 10, and like that. Don't need to be 600K, you know, an adventure. Obviously, you don't need. Sure. And how do you keep in touch with the weather when you're going around Sardinia? Do you have local people to tell you the weather? No, I was looking with Guru, mm -hmm. and I was uh, avoiding the wind all the time, because obviously I have so much pain, and when I, I had... I think in Sardinia, really, really tough day with the wind, like 32 knots. And you say, oh my God, I have to do like 30K with the wind on one side. You know, that's really painful for the shoulder or for the back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I had some bad day, I will be honest, but not all. <laughs> Fantastic. So it was a 32 kilometer side wind? Yeah. 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 And did you ever do any headwinds like that? Uh, yes, I had all kinds of wind, obviously. Because yeah. on my track, I say, you want to go from here to here. And sometimes I plan some track and I wasn't able to do it. After 5K, I say, okay, it's not the day. I come back. Today is a rest day and I have fourth rest day, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if you imagine you're sitting and you have to do like a 10 kilometer stretch or something directly into the headwind, what kind of track would you take? Uh, I will do zigzag. I used to do zigzag. Hmm. Uh, no, if it's a face wind, I go straight yeah. slowly. That's it. Okay, and you never would go down on your and paddle prone or anything like that. Uh, if it's really, really rough and dangerous, yes, of course, I need to sure. rest. But I think I will go slowly. If that don't make me go backward, <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes it's so windy that you can't go <laughs> further. <laughs> But sure. just little by little. Even I take 10 hours, I take 10 hours, I don't mind. Little by little. Mm -hmm. mm. Excellent. That's serious determination. Mm. Yeah, I think it's that. Yeah, determination. Yeah. Okay, so you know, suddenly you, you paddle 600 kilometers around Sardinia, which is an amazing feat. Why, um, what is your first sub experience? My first of my life? Yeah, the first of okay. your life. It was in New Caledonia, in the Pacific. Uh, okay. um, it, it's a strange story because uh, like two, three years ago, I was afraid to enter in the sea. I can't mm -hmm. swim in the sea. I was really afraid when the water come to my knees, I start to have a like heart attack, you know, tachycardia. Why do you, why do you think that happened? Uh, I don't know. Uh, the first time I saw the sea, I have 19 years old because I'm from okay. the middle of Europe and I only have lake and river. So Where? the open okay. sea was like really frightening me, like shark, jellyfish, all this stuff. And I start to be really nervous. Yeah. And this is how I start. I start in New Caledonia because I saw on TV Lord Hamilton on a sap. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, really. <laughs> and, I, and I say, that's for me. I'm not in the water. I'm over the water. So it looked like less dangerous, you know, with sharks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a but true story. It was like that. In. <laughs> so, so, but it's normally people who don't like the ocean will stay far away from the ocean. 
So you decided to go straight in? Yeah, I decided to overcome my fear. Fantastic. A challenge so, in my life. <laughs> uh, well done. That's great. And, and now so I you can't certainly... live without that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Excellent. So where about is New Caledonia? Is it in the middle of the South Pacific? It's close to Fiji, Samoa, New Zealand, on the east side of Australia. Sounds like the perfect place to begin. Uh, it's full of shark, but a um, lot of people died when I was there this year. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but <laughs> not so perfect. It was, it was, no, it's really, really beautiful. It's awesome. So what did you do when you first started to stand up paddle? Did you rent a board and somebody taught you how? Uh, yeah, I rented a board in a place, you know, for rental. And mm -hmm. uh, I really loved it. And I feel quite okay. Shaker, I say, okay, I'm over the seas. Is the shark under me? <laughs> and I decide to board an inflatable board. board sorry. Okay, you you decided to buy one, right? Yeah, I buy I bought one, and I went. I didn't go too much, but I didn't have time because I was working in a school. So, but when I have some free day or some weekend, I take my board and I started like that. Well, that's always a big step from people to go from renting a board to buying a board. Yeah, and I know I know from personal experience when I was buying my first board, I was very confused i didn't know what to buy so how did you decide on what to buy uh i saw by casually uh, an inflatable board something you can pack in a bag so as i was in new caledonia i was sure that i have to move back to europe to to spain not to my heart to my place so i say that's perfect a bag i can carry with me that's just amazing and i didn't have car in new caledonia so i have to move always by bus or walking so I just think that's perfect. I pack in my in my bag. I have my paddle to pieces. I can put also inside. So it was very easy. Okay. And what size did you did you buy? Uh, it was a ten six. What ten six red? Yeah, for beginner, you know the basic one when you have no idea. Yeah. Exactly the perfect all round board, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, all round. I think it's their best seller, the red. So you went for red paddleboard straight away. Uh, yeah, I I didn't have too much uh, uh, to say that. I didn't know anything about SEP. So I saw that the price was, I like the price, to be honest. You know, when you start, you don't know too much. And the guy come with the ball. He showed me how to pump. He say, okay, let's go. It's just like that. Pump and de-pump and put in your bag and let's go. So it was really easy, you know. It's brilliant. Yeah, in, in my paddle school down here in Elgarve, we also used reds in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and because they're so versatile, it's brilliant. It really is amazing. All inflatable boards. Yeah, yeah. Great. I really love them. Really. Uh -huh. So now, three years later, it's three years later, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now you have a few more boards. Yeah, I have a few more. I have uh, always red paddle core. <laughs> uh -huh. Why I've... is that? Why? Because yeah. I start to put on Facebook a lot of pictures sharing this new, you know, this new thing in my life. With my family, I start to share with my family, obviously, because I was very far, so it was a way to be in touch with them, so they can see what I was doing and stuff like that. And after that, a lot of people starting to follow me, to write me nice comments and um, red paddle course. So I think uh, had a look to my picture, and they decided to give me some board. Wow! Yeah, they just give you a board for free. Yeah, yeah, some board for free. Yeah. 
Well, that's quite amazing because normally it costs about a thousand euros. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really, really, really lucky because uh, it was really nice with me since the beginning. Mm. And it was really easy. The big boss, I say, John was lovely with me. He said, no props, Tati, we will help you anyway. You're doing a good job. You're, you're promoting so well our board without uh, asking for anything, you know. You're just mm. doing it and... That's just lovely. So they gave me, this year they gave me three balls. The 14, wow, so, 14, yeah. 12, 6, and I had a 9, 2 also. And the, and the Explorer. So what's your, what's your favorite board? Or you just choose one for the conditions? Oh, uh, I, this year, I liked the 12, 6 Elite. Uh huh. So it's 26 uh, inches wide, huh? Sorry? It's 26 inches wide, isn't yeah, it? 26. Yeah, 26. Um, yeah. I don't know. I have a kind of, uh, I, I like it even in waves, you know, I look like very big for waves, but, uh, I'm not good at surf. I'm beginner. I'm really beginner at surf. It's really hard to surf. It's not as easy as surfing. And I, yeah, but I saw that photo, I saw a video just when I was doing some research for this podcast, I saw a video of you in the, what's it? Wadi natural wave. Oh my wave. God. You saw this video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, like the first time I catch a crazy wave, yeah, <laughs> I was, I was shouting like, <laughs> yeah, it's a classic video. I'll put it in the show notes. It's really good. <laughs> okay. So not, you've obviously, so you surf on the twelve six a lot, and not a lot, um, not a lot. I only no. surf, I think, six seven times in my life. I mean, this last year, <laughs> but I really want to to improve my surf skills. But okay. in a big um, board, I don't know why I like big, long board. <laughs> well, it's much easier to catch waves, isn't it? Uh, but it's not easy to move to move the board. <laughs> yeah, that's why I prefer an eleven foot sup because it's just I'm quite I'm quite heavy, yeah. so After, it helps me a lot. I had also the nine six from two thousand fourteen, and I love it. You can manage really, you know, in small wave, in medium waves, and it's really easy to ride. It looks like that inflatable are really bad for wave, you know, they have a bad uh, people have, yeah. Yeah, reputation, but I think for beginner like me in surf, it's, it's enough. You never have to use surf, you know, it's inflatable. <laughs> it's not like a hard ball. And that work, it work with the button it's, on the side is really, it's like a hard ball. Yeah, it's stiff and rigid. It's great. Yeah. I think the only problem is the, is the rails aren't sharp like yeah. a, like an epoxy true, board. And, true. I think if you really want to rip the lip off, you need those rails. Exactly. It's true. That's true. But, you know, for my level, it's enough. Yeah, exactly. We can all have a lot of fun with those, yeah. which is great. Yeah. So um, you're, you went to um, Sri Lanka. What, what, why did you go there? Uh, I had a project, a charity project with Live Love Sub. Mm -hmm. And um, Sub, yeah. I went to a school in Balapitiya. And I visit um, the kids to see the condition for school. And uh, I saw that it was really, really poor. So I went a second time. I asked for first time Red Paddle Go to help me to bring their some board. And they helped me and gave me three, four boards to bring to take with me there. And okay. I started to teach kids at the school uh, to um, to develop eco-minded because they threw, uh, you know, rubbish everywhere in the sea and the river. And we work, um, and I was teaching for free all the kids to learn to swim and to do SEP. 
Okay, so you're making them more aware of their environment. Which yeah, is yeah, lots. And about education also at school. Okay, and is this an ongoing project that has carried on since you've left? Other project, you mean? No, it's the the project in Sri Lanka. It's it carries on all the time, right? Uh, I have a friend there. Yeah, he he just opened an hotel now, so he's developing a little bit more sub like a business now. But yes, um, I would like to go again there and spend like three weeks or one month and give for free lesson to every kid or teenager or adult. I don't mind. Basically, kids because they don't have opportunity there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, so obviously you travel a lot. I mean, I'm hearing New Caledonia, Sri Lanka, Ireland, France, Spain. What's your favorite place that you've been in the world and for stand-up paddling? Uh, Sardinia. Ah, yeah, that's the one I didn't mention. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was also in Thailand. Thailand was magic also, but um, my, yeah, the best is uh, Sardinia. I also like my land, obviously. I'm from Andalusia, the south of Spain. I really love my land. It's really beautiful. In oh, okay, very close to Portugal. Yeah, yeah, I'm very close to you. <laughs> Ah, excellent. Yeah, uh, I can say that this weekend I visit Akel, is in the west coast of Ireland, and is also really, really, I don't know how to say, like, uh, original, you know, pure. Sure, Nothing raw. is really yeah. Irish, really like countryside, nothing too much modern, really old style, you know. And what about the waves there? They got some big waves in uh, Yeah, yes, uh, Saturday, Saturday uh, for me was quite big, but it was glassy. You have in one beach, I don't remember the name exactly, sorry, but it was a long beach and you have on the left, really big one, on the middle, medium, and sometimes the right big one coming. So you can choose, you know, you have space, nobody's disturbing anyone. But apparently in Ireland, they have really, really big surf. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. So, and they've also got really good beer there. Have you tried Guinness yet? Yeah, yesterday I tried for first time Guinness, and after we was in a bar, and after people started to invite me, so I drank three Guinness, and I'm not used to drink beer at all or alcohol, so it was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> so you woke up with a big hangover this morning? No, 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 I didn't have a hangover. I control no. myself. I just have a few and. Excellent. So you're going to be stuck, well, not stuck, but you're going to be in Ireland for eight months now, the whole season, right? Yeah, for sure, right now for eight months, expecting to come back for the next new season and perhaps staying here. I, I still don't know exactly what will mm -hmm. happen. But no, uh, yeah, my job is to develop SEP in both Ireland and uh, in Dublin. Okay. Yeah. And when you say develop SEP, you mean develop the, the SEP it's school like, itself? Uh, challenging for me again <laughs> sure yeah what about uh, so it's you developing it for the school itself that you're working for or are you developing it uh, more on a promotional basis no i will work for pure magic is a school here in um, in dublin okay. and i can and they, they asked me to come to work for them and to try to develop uh, sup here Ah, and is it very popular in Ireland? Yes, they are very, very famous here. Mostly for kite surf. They are specialized in kite, you know, and surfing. Yeah. And they started to do surfing, but it's not really famous here in Ireland. So they really wanted somebody uh, 
I think you have this spirit of pure magic life, you know, and they ask me and I say, okay, why not? Fantastic. I mean, I've been watching these people in Ireland the whole winter while we're sitting here in Portugal with fantastic weather. Mm. And they've been chipping ice off their boards and paddling and all this seriously cold weather. And it's incredible how, how strong the Irish are. Yeah, they are really strong. I can, I spent, I'm here only for three, three days, but I can tell you they are really strong guys. They are, I'm with uh, two jackets, you know, and a hat and they are in t-shirts. It's like, okay, man. <laughs> It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So, so what about your future plans? Um, have you got any ideas for the future at the moment? Obviously, I want new adventure. I, I need it. And I think I'm here in Ireland, so I need to do something here, you know, for myself. I mean, for, for my new company, but for myself, I need to at least to explore Ireland, you know, to discover new places and show to everybody how beautiful can be Ireland. So we're going to see you paddling around the entire island of Ireland. This I don't know if I can do all Ireland, but yeah, I will try to go to some places I already check on the map, on Google map, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What I would like to Correct. do is, I saw here is many, many, many castle. A what, sorry? There is many old castle here. Ah, many castles, yeah. Yeah, and I really love castle, it's something I really like personally. And I would like to do to do some trip like uh, Lake Castle or Sea Castle, you know, with background the castle. Oh, that sounds exciting! Because obviously in Ireland, you know, you've got a lot of inland uh, paddling yeah. as well as ocean paddling. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a lot here of lake, river, inland paddle, like Algarve, something like Algarve in the east coast. You have lots of mm -hmm. things like Algarve, you know, like a coastal lagoon. Yeah, yeah, like inside lagoon from the sea and stuff like that. Mm, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But if anybody was, um, if you were going to try and describe your job to anybody, what would you tell them that you do? Uh, share my passion for love, for sex, for <laughs> for life, for the for all. Just because being positive a, and share all that that make me so happy. But it's incredible that you can do what you love so much and you can do it so passionately. And um, yeah. it's nice that you can make a living out of it as well, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. My, my main job was teacher, modern foreign language, languages teacher. And I started oh. step and I overcome this fear of the ocean. And I really, I'm really addicted though. <laughs> and I try also, uh, I am sub instructor officially, you know, by the, the ESA. And I see, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, I say, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> and uh, I was looking for a job as language teacher, and suddenly I have this opportunity in Ireland, and I say, okay, why not? To make my passion my work. So that's just amazing. That's just perfect, no? I'm just happy. Absol <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's a perfect combination. It's yeah, great. yeah. And I'm still practicing languages because I improve my English, uh, French, Spanish, Portuguese, all. Speaking with everybody. You speak Portuguese as well? Yeah, a little bit. I learn <laughs> more Gallego than Portuguese, but a kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's a difficult language. It's a really difficult language. Yeah, it it's is. It's, uh, very exciting. Yeah, and um, I have to learn Irish. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's <one> really challenging. <laughs> That's very different, yeah. Okay, well, it's been fantastic talking to you. And I just like, like how can we find uh, you on the internet? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. My page is Tati Coco Sap. 
Okay. And uh, have you got any... me to have some picture, some adventure, some funny things. <laughs> okay. Have you got any plans to create a website or anything like that? At the moment, not really. I don't have time because I don't like to spend too much time on the computer. <laughs> I prefer to be outside, to be honest. But why not? Yes, I was thinking. Lots of people told me to open uh, an athlete page, uh, yeah, a blog and something like that. But that takes a lot, lot of time. Yeah, because you've got a lot of followers on Facebook. Huh? Do you know how yeah. many you have? I had 5,000. That's the limit. So sometimes I remove these uh, annoying people who are on my Facebook and they don't have to be. <laughs> and <it> make some <laughs> cleaning. But yeah, I reached the maximum, the top you can have 5,000 since two, wow. two years already. So sometimes that's... I try to remove some people or like. Or, oh, that's incredible. Or not in relation with SERP or sport. Well, it just shows that you, you're a very popular person. People obviously love what you do. So you should take it to the next level. But obviously you want to paddle. Yeah, I want to paddle. I don't know what the next level. I never know. I never know what will happen tomorrow. I try yeah. so many new things this, this year, like skating, long skating, snow, snowboarding, lot, lot of things. Tell me about land skating. Oh, that's amazing. That's really nice. Uh, I had a Kauna board with a stick and that simulates uh, a kind of sup race, you know, sup um, all around. Exactly. Yeah. It's a long board with a stick. Yeah. With a I rubber had the bamboo thing. So that's, I, I'm a beginner, so I'm not really talented, but I tried. <laughs> but there is also other boards shorter. You can simulate really like uh, stand up surf. Yeah, yeah, that sounds incredible. I know the guys in Portugal, the agent in Portugal approached me the other day to see if I'd like to sell them and uh, I'm really dying to try them out, the Kahuna creations. No, yeah, it's with Kahunas. I have, I had the Bambura and when I was in Dubai, uh, I have the Black Wave and I try a few boards and it's, I like it, I really like it. Even if I'm not a skating girl because I just started a few months ago. Um, it's easy for everybody with the Bambura. You know, you don't need to be a big skater or have 10 years of skating. It's really nice. It's like SUP. It's easy. In five minutes, you're supping, you know? Yeah, for some people, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Other people take a little like 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the conditions, I guess. But uh, yeah, so it's fantastic chatting to you. And uh, thank you so much for spending the time away from your paddleboard. No, so we could uh, hear a little bit more about you and, and your exciting lifestyle. Yeah, whenever you want. If you have a new adventure, we can have a new chat, whatever you want. <laughs> We'd love that. We're really looking Perhaps forward to seeing what... the next big adventure will be in Algarve. Yes, perhaps. Yeah, we've, um, we're planning to go across the Algarve from Sagres in the west mm -hmm. to Castro Moring in the east, which is about 300 kilometers. So for you, that's nothing. No, but that sounds exciting. That sounds exciting. Yeah. yeah. We look forward to doing an adventure with you in the Algarve one day. For sure. <laughs> okay. Well, Tati, it's lovely chatting to you. And thank you so much for sharing your interesting tips about adventure. Thank it's, you. It really is opening. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll get you back when you do your next Irish adventure. I will, I will for sure. <laughs> we keep in Fantastic. touch. Excellent. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to SUP FM, the number one podcast for stand up paddlers wherever you are. If you like what you've heard, please leave us a review on iTunes. Until then, we'll see you on the water.